No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Solomon gives Proverbs about the power of the tongue, the abomination of the wicked, and when a little is better than a lot. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Proverbs chapter 15 on Simply the Bible. Many want more and more, but is more always better? Is there a time when a little is actually better than a lot? Or a time when a gentle word accomplishes more change than a harsh one? Solomon continues to disperse his wisdom to listening ears and hearts. Proverbs 15, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. It is amazing how much you can accomplish with a gentle word. If you don't believe that, just get married and try it. Versus the harsh word or even the harsh tone that can stir up anger or at least the look. Better to use gentle words. Now, the wise make knowledge attractive. That's really what Solomon is saying here. They not only possess knowledge, but also seek to make it desirable to others. And honestly, that is my hope for this radio program, that as we go through the word together, that you discover that really the knowledge of God and his word is something desirable and attractive that will help you through life. But fools spew forth foolishness. It just naturally flows out of their mouth. Verse 3, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. Now, is there anything the Lord does not see? No, he sees the deeds, hears the words, and reads the thoughts of everyone. Hebrews 4.13 says, there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. There are those that say, well, God's eyes are too pure to look upon evil. Well, it's not that he's not aware of it. He may not look upon it in pleasure or will not participate in it, but he certainly knows about it. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Solomon deals so much with the power of the tongue, either for good or for evil. Now, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. It brings forth good fruit and brings living nourishment to those who partake of it. But a perverse or crooked tongue breaks the spirit. It holds neither to the truth nor to love. The damage this unruly member of the body can do cannot be overestimated. How many spirits of children have been broken by harsh words? God help us, for the angels of those children behold the face of our Heavenly Father. A fool despises his father's instruction, but he who receives correction is prudent. Wisdom is first learned in the home. God gives authority to parents 
and will require an account from children who fail to give weight to their words. But those who receive correction are prudent. They please God, they please their parents, and they save themselves from so much harm. In the house of the righteous there is much treasure, but in the revenue of the wicked is trouble. Now, is Solomon speaking of material or spiritual treasure? I believe he's talking about both. If you keep God's commandments and exercise the wisdom of Proverbs, you will likely succeed materially. Now, not in all cases, clearly. There are some people that live in poverty and they'll just have what they need. But so many times, if you simply do the things that Solomon tells us to do and you live a righteous life, you will be prospered. But even more importantly, you will prosper spiritually. You will have glorious treasures of eternal life, joy, and peace. But in the revenue of the wicked, there is evil, greed, anxiety, fear, and lack of mercy toward others often accompany their wealth. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. Like a farmer sowing seed in his field, so the wise will sow knowledge, dispersing it into the hearts of many. We should look for those opportunities to distribute godly knowledge and wisdom into our conversations to give them greater value. Isaiah tells us the rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. So we should all be good dispersers of the word of God. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loves him who follows righteousness. So the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. That is a detestable thing to God. The reason is because God looks at the whole person and he sees that their sacrifice is is hypocrisy. It's like Isaiah said, these people draw near to me with their words, their mouths, but their hearts are far from me. God looks for obedience rather than sacrifice. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. He rejoices in the prayers of his people. The way of the wicked is an abomination, not only their sacrifice, but also even their ways. Everything that they touch is corrupt but he loves those who follow righteousness. Harsh discipline is for him who forsakes the way, and he who hates correction will die. Discipline is the loving reaction of parents to their children's bad behavior, to change their course and direct them in the right way. Likewise, if we forsake God's way of righteousness, we should expect his discipline. Now, that's not a sign of God's hatred, but rather of his love. We ought to be thankful for his correction and learn from it. But if we hate the correction of God, then we will die. Hell and destruction are before the Lord, so how much more the hearts of the sons of men. As we have said, nothing is hidden from God's penetrating gaze. 
even hell and destruction. They may be spurned by the world, but God sees this unseen realm of the dead. How much more does he see all our deeds and search our hearts? We should be like David and invite God to search our hearts, for we need his help to see what lurks there and to put to death its evil. A scoffer does not love one who corrects him, nor will he go to the wise. Scoffers and fools don't go to the wise because they don't want to hear what they have to say. They only want others to confirm them in their way that they've chosen for themselves. A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of heart, the spirit is broken. A person's disposition has a direct correlation on his or her health. Do you have joy and peace in your heart? Then you will likely live longer, have better health, and require fewer medications. In addition, the joy in your heart will find its expression in your face. And can't we all use some more smiling faces out there? On the other hand, by sorrow of heart, the spirit is broken. How prevalent is depression in these days of great material prosperity? Why is that? because all the wealth we can amass cannot fill the God-shaped vacuum in the soul. As Jesus told the Samaritan woman at the well, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. So spring up, O well, within my soul. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feeds on foolishness. If you have an understanding heart, then you will seek knowledge. The more I learn, the more I realize how much I don't know. But that propels me to seek more knowledge. The greatest knowledge has not only temporal, but also eternal value. And that's what we find in God's word. Peter encourages us in 2 Peter 1.5, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But the mouth of fools feeds on foolishness. They would rather spout off their own ideas than learn anything. Sadly, their attitude is, don't bother me with the facts. My mind is made up and I'm going to share it with you. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he who is of a merry heart has a continual feast. When you are afflicted, then every day seems like an evil day. Pity poor Job. In all the evil days he suffered due to no fault of his own. And while he could tolerate the harsh circumstances without sinning, he could not tolerate the harsh words of his miserable comforters. People who are suffering affliction need fewer of our words and more of our tears. But the one who has a merry heart has a continual feast. We are fed by what we have on the inside. That is why we must meditate on the good news of Scripture. It will bring us peace and encouragement through the most severe trials. 
How else were Paul and Silas able to rejoice and sing hymns in the Philippian jail, though they had been beaten and put in the stocks? They had a continual feast that no one could take away. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure with trouble. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fatted calf with hatred. When is a little better than a lot? When it is accompanied by the fear of the Lord. Now, the fear of the Lord is the hatred of evil. It's the beginning of wisdom, and it is clean. You may have a modest amount of material goods, but if you have peace with God, then you will be content in Him. And how much better is this than great treasure with trouble? The pirate's treasure brings him no peace when he is constantly on the run from other pirates and from the crown. How many people have acquired great treasure that has only brought them trouble with business partners, competitors, or even their own family members? Better to eat a meal of herbs with harmony and health than to eat steak with contention and indigestion. Godliness with contentment is great gain. And have we learned this most important secret? May God help us to learn much from these Proverbs that add so much to our lives. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where Solomon gives Proverbs against wrath, pride, and greed, but he commends the one who humbly heeds instruction, and good news rejoices the heart. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Proverbs on Simply the Bible.